Welcome into the Bad Fan and get ready to dive into something new. Aside from sports, we want to explore other things as well. And today we'll be sharing our thoughts on the new Disney Plus series, Obi-Wan Kenobi. This is still the place to hear about your favorite things, but from a different point of view that may go against the grain of normal fans. So I'm your host, Cole Carter, and we're so glad that you have tuned in with us today. To those of you who are new around here, we'll be honored for you to subscribe today. Becoming a bad fan is easy and made better by clicking the bell below this video. That way you're always connected and notified to see new episodes like this one from The Bad Fan. And I don't really want to do this thing alone, so I'm joined by my partner in crime, Brandon Patesnick, my man. So good to have you in. Are you excited to try something new today? Yeah, yeah, this sort of feels like the gaming episode, which we're, we're working on a part two, um, hopefully here in the near future. But yeah, I like switching it up and talking about Star Wars, which you know, I know um, you and I both love. I think most of the world loves i don't know but i i love talking about it and i'm really excited to try this one out yeah debatably got to be the biggest franchise obviously people always talking about star trek and star wars going head to head but at this point it feels like star trek is easily number three even behind like marvel at this point so star wars got to be number one in the hearts of many Um, but we're going to go ahead and pump the brakes before we go any further that if you're watching this obviously look at the title above us there are going to be lots of spoilers going on talking about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, a bit of recaps from the most recent episode, and just kind of through the series so far. So if you don't want to hear that, don't listen any further. Press pause, save it for later, watch the episodes, and catch up with us later in a bit. But we are want to get started with a little bit of recap from episode four. Uh, pretty much at this point, Obi-Wan Atala, she is the rebel Imperial officer that's been kind of undercover, uh, have tracked Leia, 10-year-old Leia, the location on the Mustafar system where the Fortress Inquisitress is. So this is the Inquisitor's water base. It's underwater in bits and pieces, but the cool spire part is above water. I think you said um, that better than I would. Fortress oh. Inquisitress. Is it, is it? I don't even know. In- Inquisitorious. Inqui- or, I don't Inquisitorious. know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is. I, I think we're both saying it I, the right way. I have no idea. Inquisitorious. I guess that makes more sense. Inquisitress. Anyways. That's pretty good, though. Um... I guess Inquisitress would be a female Inquisitor, would it not? Inquisitress. So it's, it's well, if it's ESS, I think you're saying it right still. Notorious? I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not the big uh, linguist here, so I'm Neither. just doing what I can, going by the fly. Anyways, so Leia is taken there. Uh, last episode, she was taken out of the tunnel on the planet that Obi-Wan was trying to uh, get away from the Inquisitors on the other city planet that Leia had been abducted from after she was taken from Alderaan. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, if you here, haven't watched that, go back and watch. Yeah, that there's lots of places Leia has gone so far in a short period of time. So she is interrogated here by Reva and Leia at this point doesn't have any knowledge. If you've seen The Last Jedi about her knowledge of the force, um, but here she resists the mind intrusion that Reva's trying to get from her. She's trying to gather information about other Jedi sympathizers, Jedi she may know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, obviously. Um, but much like we saw with Rey and the Force Awakens and Kylo Ren, uh, Rey resists the Force intrusion of her mind. Um, so I think it's kind of interesting. Brandon, what was your thought on this particular moment of the show? Yeah, you know, this is like very early on in the episode. Um, I thought it was weird at first. And like there's actually two scenes. Um, Reva's trying to uh, interrogate her in two scenes. And... I just don't know. She's not, I, I have my reservations about Riva at, at the acting part, which I think we'll get into later, but um, yeah. Like why does she think Leia would know anything? First of all, it's a 10 year old princess from Alderaan. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, that's just seems a little weird. Like she wouldn't be able to pick up on things. Right. And also, a highly trained and skilled inquisitor, Riva, can't break down a ten-year-old child, like through her like mind. I don't. What is it called? Is there a name for it? Of like the force maneuver she's doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not really sure. I I said it was mind intrusion. I'm sure people just that, call it mind reading. The mind um, intrusion but... thing sounds perfect because I think that's that's basically what it is. Um, but like. Reva can't get in 
who, you know, again, highly trained, can't get into the mind of a 10 year old who doesn't even realize she has the force. Like, I don't know that, that just didn't make any sense to me, but yeah. I I think, I don't know. We see some parallels to Anakin in episode one, who's obviously similar in age to what Leia probably is at this point. Um, you know, he is a slave boy who has really no real idea that, you know, he's a Jedi or he's a force, um, sensitive person, Leia much the same as him. And, you know, there's moments where Qui-Gon recognizes his abilities of the force, you know, Mm -hmm. um, just noticing his ability to see things before they happen. Um, so there's sort of a knack to have certain like abilities. And I think Leia displays probably some of those more inquisitive things, like with her mind of just like, you know, thinking ahead or she just could just be a mentally strong person, you know, mm-hmm. like with Ray, people talked about her, how she was untrained and whatever. It's just like, you know, there might just be that natural connection with the force where you can just have a feeling. It's like, I don't want this person in my head. I'm resisting. So she might just be really stubborn. That's why it works. I don't know. Cause we haven't really gotten an explanation on, you know, how mind intrusion works. Like, is that something you pick up and train and practice? Like we don't really know that either. Right. So hard to say, um I another guess thing just... sorry go ahead no, no no you're good i was just gonna say another thing is though wouldn't she realize that leia has the force as well like did that not come across like to Reva? like that's another thing i was like that's like a dead giveaway i feel like i don't know i mean that's the thing too like we don't i mean Reva, we don't know her full backstory except that we can hypothesize that she was one of those younglings at the jedi temple when Order 66 happens at the first scene of the show, and she might have been one of those that escaped the temple at that point. So we don't even know her training, you know, what she had then, what she knew, and then now what she can apply. So she might just be ignorant to what to suspect and what to not suspect. But mm. again, you would expect like an Inquisitor would have <clears throat> some sort of like training, you know, but we don't know. I mean, that's the thing. There's so many gaps that we're just not sure of. Um, but anyways... It's interesting to at least have that there um, that we can at least pick up. But uh, pretty much the rest of the episode is like a jailbreak, very reminiscent of A New Hope with Leia and Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and Chewie and Obi-Wan then. Um, But this one, Obi-Wan and Tala infiltrate the base. Obi-Wan coming in, sort of like we did in episode one, coming in underwater um, as he did on Naboo. I know you probably like seeing that again, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Immediate uh, nostalgia with Kenobi swimming with the uh, the breathing device. Um, it was so awesome. Like, took me back to like when I was like five years old watching him and Qui Gon swim. Um, I also I always thought those breathing like things machines were so cool. I wanted one oh, yeah. <laughs> so badly. I was like, this is awesome. Same thing. He uses it quite often. He also used it on Utapau when he falls, you know, a thousand mm-hmm. feet into the water, he has to use it then to escape uh, the probe droids there too. So he's got that thing handy. And honestly, I'm, I'm glad to see it back as well. It's a really cool callback. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we see them, they're going through, uh, Obi-Wan finally reaches her in that interrogation room. Uh, we have two stormtroopers side by side to her and he does the awesome thing where he cuts the power and it's just the glow of the red kind of interrogation device. And then he lights his lightsaber, takes away one stormtrooper, takes him down and glides in the darkness and gets the other one down as well. Pretty cool. Awesome. Like, so cine- cool. like cinematography right there. Just mm-hmm. seeing the glow of the lightsaber and the quick slashes of the stormtroopers. Um, I love seeing that. Apparently um, that's a callback to the force unleashed as yeah, well. Yeah, I heard that. So Cool. Like force unleashed happened there, but the, also this whole, Fallen Order thing that just came out two years ago also took place in the Fortress Inquisitoris. I'm saying it four different times at this point. Anyways, um, cool. Like that's they're kind of matching these things up. Obviously, I think it's canon, so it's like that base has had big water damage twice mm-hmm. in a short span of years. Um, so they probably should just get some better glass underwater if you're going to have Maybe. a base there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyways, Obi Wan gets Leia out of the room. They begin their escape. Uh, They get closed on a couple of times. Um, Tala meets up with them, and they finally get back to the main hangar bay. Uh, They get the old kind of trope of getting a long trench coat, putting her to the side. Um, It works for a little bit until the end. Reva catches up with them, 
recognizes what's going on and and confronts the trio um and as she gets close two of the awesome ships from hoth that you see in the empire strikes back come in dive bomb into the hangar take out a couple of stormtroopers on the base in the hangar and quickly scoop up tala leia and obi-wan to their safety but not before reva can throw some sort of explosive device and get poor old wade from his, wade his uh fighter um <laughs> but that's pretty right. much the episode um, obviously that's just a quick synopsis, but we do want to dive into some things from it that we kind of already have, but the more broad things, maybe some details as well. Um, what was a detail for you from the episode? Maybe like what Obi-Wan saw right before he got to Leia that, um, is something that might come into play later on. Yeah. And I don't know if it'll come into play now. Um, but we know the Star Wars world is so built out, but there's also so much to explore and a lot we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he's, you know, in that bottom level or whatever, and he's walking through the tombs, um, like that is so interesting why they would keep them there. Um, we saw, I think it's Tara Sanube. Is it Tira? Tara Sanube. Um, He's from the Clone Wars. He actually helps Ahsoka, I think, find her lightsabers in one of the episodes. Um, And other Force-sensitive beings, whether they're Jedi or not, um, held underneath the fortress, I'm sure. Because at this fortress, this is where they interrogate all the Jedis or any Force-sensitive beings. Um, And yeah, either do they either convert them for their cause or do bad things to them, kill them, preserve them. They might also, those tombs might be like preservation as well. I don't know what you think about that. Yeah. So if you pay attention to a lot of the series, obviously the movies, um, Palpatine, Darth Sidious, um, sort of has this thing of he wants to live forever. Um, you know, we've heard this in the, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis, the wise about the apprentice who was taught everything. And, you know, trying to tell Anakin, yeah, yeah, I can save the ones you love from death, blah, blah, blah. And then we see it come to fruition um, in The Rise of Skywalker at the very end. We see, you know, when Kylo Ren, Ben Solo at this point pretty much, and Rey uh, go to the throne of the Sith on um, Exegol and Palpatine's on the throne with his, like, device, you know, he gets sort of this, like, moment where he, like, zaps their life force from them and... Um, like gains a little bit back. It's not a full like resurrection, but it gets just enough for him to like gain his power, blah, blah. You see the movie and all that happens. Um, the point being is that at this point, this is 10 years after Rend of the Sith. Um, but the whole manicuring of Anakin Skywalker was that he would have a young, powerful apprentice that eventually he could kill and pretty much take their body and he would sort of live on through that is how I interpret it. Mm. And so obviously Darth Vader exists and he gets cut in half and he's more machine than he is man. So it's sort of a hard host to like, like grafts on. And so I'm guessing is what happens is he's preserving these life um, or force sensitive beings. We see them in the tomb area and he's probably running experiments finding ways. How can I, either clone myself, um, how can I, you know, clone himself like he sort of did with Snoke in um, whatever ways. If you played Star Wars Battlefront 2, you know about his sort of robot self he made um, right after he dies in Episode 6. There's a lot of different things. If you pay attention, like, he's doing experiments, and we're probably seeing that's going to unfold more in Season 3, The Mandalorian with Grogu. You know, why does the Empire want Grogu so bad? It's probably because they want to figure out how to translate these force beings into ways for Sidious to become more powerful. So that's sort of where my head goes with that. Um, that's where my head went to. Like I was like there, it's obviously going to take a long time to figure out something that's never been figured out before. Right. Cloning. Um, well, <laughs> cloning humans, I guess. Um, or creating force sensitive beings, which I think is what he's trying to go for. Um, I also think like maybe he was trying to create like a little like Sith army, but like 
clones of himself or something like that. So running tests, whatever. So I think they're like more like preservation chambers than tombs almost. Um, Cause what would be the point of having them there? Right. Um, but I thought that was really interesting to see, really cool to see. And then you also see a, uh, a young, a youngling in his, in his uniform still with his helmet on, uh, which why, why would he have the helmet on? So I don't know, but it's just, you know, it takes you right back to episode three when Anakin's in the room, like killing them. Um, Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. What are we going to do? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. yeah, that's ingrained in my head. Um, so <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Um, did you take anything else away from, from the episode? Um, I mean, I guess just like Obi-Wan sort of getting back in the swing of things. Um, yeah. He's starting to get a hold of like what it means to be a Jedi again. Um, I really honestly, I love that kind of second opening sequence from the first episode when we had the Grand Inquisitor, Reva, and was it the third brother or whatever? Um, where they're on Tatooine in the town, they go to the cantina and he kind of gives this monologue about how Jedi, like they can't hide because of what they want to be mm-hmm. and the things that they'll do to protect people or whatever. And I love how that's sort of coming into play now with Obi-Wan. It's like, you know, he's been hiding for a decade and now he's come out of hiding and he's having to be the Jedi that he pretty much promised to never be again. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool to see that happen pretty much fully at this point in episode four at the very beginning like we see him like teasing like a little device or maybe it was last episode i think it was this one though um where he's like just moving a little thing but then obviously in the middle of the episode the water is busting through these broken glass windows he's having to hold it back and then yeah obviously you know using his foresight to block uh blaster bolts coming at him so it's awesome to see Obi-Wan back at it again. Obviously, wearing the more traditional kind of Jedi tunic was amazing to, like, bring the character into full form. Yeah. Uh, See, so yeah, I think Obi-Wan is back. I think it's it's not Ben right now. It's Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's the title character that we're going to get to see now. It's not so much about Ben on Tatooine. It's about Obi-Wan Kenobi, Jedi Knight, Jedi Master. And so that's exciting to have, like, fully yeah. happening now. Um, other than that, I mean... Vader, I'm still waiting. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting. Yeah, Vader was like... <sighs> you, you, know, you see what Kylo Ren does in the, the sequel trilogy. He gets super pissed and, like, slashes lightsaber and, you know, destroys things or he gets mad at someone, chokes him. <laughs> and Vader choked Reva, but he didn't, like... He didn't do it as bad as he's done it before, as we've seen him do. Yeah. So maybe maybe this is still a young Vader that's not, like... I don't know, as like maniacal or just crazy yet. And maybe his patience is still on a, a bit of string. It's not totally lost. And this is maybe the last chance that Reva has to kind of prove herself before he loses it and goes full blown maniac. But yeah, I don't know. That's just some things I've seen. Maybe <sighs> That sort of gets into some of my qualms with, with the episode, which we're about to get into, but I just, just want to say real quick, Obi-Wan striking his poses as he's like defending because he's like a master of like defense. That's like what he became mm-hmm. a master in. I forget what it's actually called, but um, just a little nerdy insight there for you. So he's not really like a, you know, advanced fighter, right? Like he's more like defense, um, which is so cool. And you see that happen and you see him get, getting his force back and getting his movement back. And I'm, I'm trying to do it as you can see. <laughs> it's so cool, man. I feel, I just felt so good, like, watching him do that. Even, like, the, the tricks where he's, like, he forced bank, like, he banged the wall, um, you know. I don't know. It was so cool. Also, um, a couple other things. The little mouse droid, like, meme cameo was, was funny. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that was in there. Um, and then, yes, like you said earlier, them him chasing down Leia or trying to save Leia from, a, from prison, basically, Definitely an ode to was it episode four, um, not this episode four, the, the movie's episode four. Hey, maybe <laughs> makes sense. Hey, maybe they did that. They we might have been the first people hey. to think about that. Hey, come oh, on. look at that! So, yeah, that's that's really awesome. Now let's get into some of the qualms with the series so far. You, you want to do that? 
Nah, you go ahead. You start it off. So I'm just not a huge fan of Reva's, is it Reva? Whatever it is, acting. Like, I don't mind the character at all. I, I like the character, actually. Like, someone who's just, like, ruthless, has a goal in mind, doesn't care about anybody else, whatever. But it's like the acting itself is so theatrical. It's like I'm watching a play on Broadway, like in New York or something. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. Like, every, like it doesn't keep me in the world of Star Wars. And it, it's really obvious too when you go, who I think Tala is an excellent actress and like plays a role really well. I, I don't know her name, but. Um, if you had seen Game of Thrones, she's in Game of Thrones. Um, gotcha. She's Prince Oberyn's kind of partner spouse wife person and mm -hmm. um anyways i assume she's, she's i'm fun. sure she's a, a good actress in that as well um but yeah and then obviously ewan mcgregor is absolutely phenomenal um i can't give enough praise like he's just so good at acting um and i think leia has been pretty good too like obviously some annoying parts it's a kid in a show but um i think she's been really really great but just like you go from a scene with Obi-Wan and Tala to Reva. And it's just like, I don't know. It just takes me out of the world of Star Wars. And when I'm watching Obi-Wan Kenobi or any Star Wars show, I want to be there. I want to feel like I'm there. I want to stress like I'm there. I want to sweat like I'm there, you know. Um, but I'm just not enjoying that part of it. So, yeah, it just takes me out every time. I don't know if you've, if you've felt that at all. I haven't felt that. And I guess my only reasoning I won't lay any blame or anything is because we still just don't know her motive yet, right? We don't know her backstory. So, like, we don't just know if she's just, like, completely bitter against, you know, Obi-Wan in particular. We don't know, like... I mean, I like the character. It's nothing against right. the character. It's, I think it's, like, the actual acting right. in and of itself. Like, so I, I don't think, know. I guess what I'm coming around to say is just, like, her character might need to be acted in such a way to portray you know this deep bitterness that's just like it's restless it's you know whatever and that's like she's just so anxious and maybe she feels the pressure and that's why she acts in such a way so it's like it's hard for me to say right now definitively like i don't like the acting because i don't know where the acting's going yet mm. and or why it is the way it is so obviously like you know that's uh, that's sort of how I feel. I I like her. I've been enjoying her. I definitely don't like the fact that we had to have a conversation about like racism and stuff at the beginning of this year. Yeah, with that her. was really it's unfortunate. Like that's just like I don't know. I I can also look past certain things to enjoy it. Like you know the two chase scenes with Leia. It's like pretty cheesy. Yeah. But at the same time, you're working with a ten year old actress. It's you know, it is what it is, and it's. You know, it didn't I can look past it. It's Star Wars, exactly. right? There has to be something exactly. fun in there. Exactly. Yeah. This is meant for kids at the end of the day. Disney, like George Star Lucas Wars. says that all the time. Dave Floyd yeah. says it all the time. John Favreau says it all the time. It's for kids, meant for kids. We're just bigger kids at this point who <laughs> like watching Star Wars. So, um, but honestly, I'll say one more thing about acting is she has Leia, like that interrogation scene, I thought she did great as well. Mm -hmm. Like she held her own, um, looked really Definitely. good. But um, aside from that, though, I mean, qualms it's just um there's it just feel like there's so much that needs to happen and we haven't gotten to it yet um i'm waiting for some big revelations whether it be qui-gon finally meeting up with obi-wan like that was teased in episode three that's what yoda told obi-wan he was going to do obi-wan calls out to obi -Wan, calls out to qui-gon the first couple episodes here so it's like i'm waiting for that um i don't know what insight he'll share um I'm waiting for Vader to do something amazing. Um, so just the qualms are that I just feel like I need more everything. I need more action. It's <laughs> like I, don't know, I need some. I need some dramatic like breakdown. Like I loved Obi Wan's kind of flashback moments and all that that he's had, but like mm -hmm. I want confrontation with like either Vader himself. Or, like, Qui-Gon, like, I need something beyond just, like, Obi-Wan in his head. Like, I want him to have, like, a place where he can debrief. Yeah. And so that's what I'm looking forward to. That's my only qualm, really, is just that there still feels like there's so much to happen. We only have two more episodes. So basically two hours, maybe, 
of storytelling left, and I feel like there's a lot to cram in there. Um, I, feel, I feel like that too. I, I do. Um, and I know we'll we'll get into that here. Like, where do we think it's going next? But sticking with the qualms, I guess I'm the bad guy here. But were you expecting more from the Inquisitors? Like, they're they're awesome, and like they're yeah. they're great characters, especially in um, Jedi Fallen Order and like mm-hmm. other shows as well. Like, I don't know. I'm just not getting enough from them they just sort of seem dumb and stupid which they're not right like in the galaxy like of star wars they're not that i'm just not getting like that evil like strength and power from them like the first episode i think we got that but like ever since just with the reva killing the grand inquisitor which i don't think he's dead but like like that was weird too Eh, whatever (laughs) <laughs> but I don't know. Were you expecting more out of the Inquisitors, like to see, to see something new with them? I don't know. I was for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I think the Grand Inquisitor. Obviously, you would have expected more from. He's not dead, but he's on screen dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm expecting him to come back. Probably him being the one to like tell Vader, like, "Hey, Rava's got to go." We got to get her out of here. She's causing too much trouble. Whatever she's after, like, you got to go and cut the head off the snake. Um, mm-hmm. Which then I think is why we'll see the other two Inquisitors, a third brother, and whatever her sister it is. I don't know what she is. The more yellow-toned skin. Um, that's when we see those three in Rebels kind of working together more. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would have liked to have seen more from them. Um, but maybe there's more to st- more of their story to tell if there's a second season like i don't know there might be a second season so there's a lot that can happen um but yeah it's hard hard to say i definitely would have liked to have seen a little bit more uh from them beyond just like quarreling between silly moments like ah that should have been my kill or (laughs) what are you doing like you know that's sort of what i think but Again, yeah, I'm not. I'm not like taken aback by anything, really, so far. Like not like Boba Fett. I had moments where I was like, "Oh man, really?" <laughs> yeah. Okay. Miss? Right. It's right. Like... I don't think it's like that, but there are just some things. I don't know. I expect a lot of out of this Kenobi episode, and it's semi-delivering. But yeah, I don't know. I and I guess that's those are my expectations, right? Sure. Um, but I don't. I don't hate what's going on so far um and my last qualm (laughs) maybe you have a maybe this is this will jog your memory you'll feel some type of way but in episode three of this show vader was absolutely amazing like when he's walking through the town just ruthlessly killing people just merciless evil dark powerful um hearing his voice not killing just the men but the women and the children (laughs) yeah not caring um sensing obi-wan um like just that whole thing was awesome and then like finding him igniting his lightsaber and that power stance was freaking awesome Uh, i didn't like that planet by the way i wish it didn't like the the fight scene and all that didn't happen there but it did and it goes with the story, so makes sense. Um, but like the whole fight scene was dope too. Obviously, Obi Wan wasn't going to be any sort of match. Um, but we get to the scene where Vader's making him pay, right? Like wants him to suffer. Um, and like that seems perfect too. Like <laughs> like all of that up until like where uh, Tala shoots that canister or whatever it is and sets the fire and the fire goes up a little higher like that just didn't seem right to me and i gave it the benefit of the doubt after it i was like okay maybe there's you know vader's smart right he's patient um sort of has to be patient especially with hunting jedi and especially hunting obi-wan um you know maybe there's a scheme to it right okay i can look past that because by the way, if you don't know, Vader's suit can go to the depths of the ocean. He can be in space with his suit. He can walk through fire. It's basically indestructible. Um, but again, benefit of the doubt, we go into this episode where he's in. He's about to kill Reva, Reva, and like 
I would expect him just come in there, light his lightsaber while he's choking her and just kill her and like move on, right? Like a ruthless Vader would. Like maybe episodes four or five and or yeah, four or five and six Vader, or like after this, like leading up to episode four, like that ruthless, like militaristic Vader would just do something like that. Cause he also doesn't like the Inquisitors. Like in I think it's canon, like in the background, like he hates these Inquisitors, <laughs> to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess because Obi Wan's involved, he might be well, it's like they're they're a means to a cause, yeah, a means to an end, like what he wants. Yeah, he just yeah. So, but then it, they make it. They wrote that scene in a way where like that wasn't his plan. Like it, he wasn't planning on letting Obi Wan go and then tracking him and like finding other Force sensitives or the rebels or whatever it is. It's like, he just did it and he lost him. And because of Reva, like now we found Obi-Wan again, that just doesn't seem right. Right. Like it doesn't seem like Vader either. It doesn't seem like Vader to have mercy on Reva. So like, I don't know. I, I just felt weird with all of that happening. <sighs> I don't know if that stood out to you. I'll get off my soapbox. I was just like, I don't, I, that doesn't feel like Vader. Like some of the lines, I was like, what is he, that that doesn't seem right. I don't know. Right. Don't know. That's the thing. I think this is just still one of, I don't quite know. No, I guess it does. I guess Fallen Order takes place before this. I mean, Vader's pretty ruthless in that. Yeah. Um, but... I don't know. It's just, it's hard to say. Like, we don't have the full picture yet. That's just, that's the thing I can say is we don't have the full picture. So is it going against his character? We don't know because we haven't seen many instances of young Vader. Like, we see a more experienced, like, drawn out Vader, you know, Rogue One where he's in that hallway. He's just destroying Rebels. We see him in Rebels doing cool stuff. We see him, obviously, in the, the original trilogy doing amazing stuff. So... Um, I'm sure there's more fleshed out things in comics and books as well, but, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm ready to go towards next. That's like what I'm looking forward to. Cause that's like, cause we don't have the full picture. So it's like, where are we going next? Um, for me, it's like, are we returning to Tatooine? Are we going back to the path base that we just saw in episode three in the beginning of episode four, um, where Revo looked to wipe out any of those Jedi sympathizers? Um, you know, when is Vader going to step in to become menacing and fearsome like we know him to be? It's um, it's hard to say. And so I hope next episode. Because we, we only have two. We only have two left. We have two episodes. As far as we know. I'm just guessing. I'm guessing they're going to go back to that planet. Lola obviously will be tracked. They'll kill and destroy those people. Tala will probably die. Um... Obi-Wan and Leia, I guess, escape. Leia, Obi-Wan takes Leia maybe back to Alderaan. Her arc kind of ends there, going back home. Maybe Leia gives Lola to Obi-Wan as a gift back to Tatooine. And then maybe Obi-Wan is tracked back to his little cave near Luke. Reva or Vader or the Grand Inquisitor, whoever it is tracks him there they're like why are you here and then there's some kind of confrontation someone probably gets killed by obi-wan or maybe vader kills someone i don't know um Mm. and then it's him having to defend luke in the last episode maybe qui-gon tells him something like i don't know that's my theory that's like the the direction i could see it going but it's like how much time is there to get to that point i don't know but i have a feeling much like we see with maul going to tatooine you know, if it's Reva dying, it's like, is he the chosen one? Like, who are you protecting? And maybe Obi-Wan hints at it there. But um, mm. that's my theory. That's what I can guess is where we're going next. Um, you got any thoughts on that? I mean, I think that's a, a good theory. Um, who knows what these these writers and directors have had, have in mind. Um, like with the Boba Fett series good lord i'm i was expecting so many different things to happen then we got three episodes of mandalorian so i I don't i don't know what they're going to do with these last two episodes but something has to happen i do think there might be either an additional like set of episodes 
or a second season. I would love just a second season so they don't feel like you have to rush to that, like getting Obi-Wan back to Tatooine or something. Because um, obviously that has to happen. And he still has to be in hiding. Like people don't know he's there. So somehow, right, like that has to get explained in a way. Um, what I really want from this next episode, this fifth episode, is flashbacks. I don't feel like we've gotten enough, right? We have the two biggest characters in Star Wars. Two of the three biggest characters in Star Wars, right? Other than, you can argue, Luke. Um, and we haven't seen them, like, go back to anything from the Clone Wars, anything from Revenge of the Sith, really. Like, I want to see that stuff right maybe obi-wan's thinking about what he could have done better or anything like that or like reliving like the good times of the clone wars and like a mission that they were on imagine taking like a clone wars episode that we saw on animation and like seeing that lot like a new version of that like with live acting dude yeah. i would freak out i would love that um what do you think? You think you like that? You like that idea? Yeah, I mean, that's what I would want. How could you not? I mean, it's so that's the thing too. It's just like we have Hayden Christensen on right. the cast. He grew out his hair, so like Clone Wars Anakin into Revenge of the Sith. But. Was it all for one turning scene on the hillside? I don't think so. I don't think so. So there's got to be there's got to be something, and we're hopefully gonna get it, but. Um, there's just no telling what's going to happen without seeing it with our own eyes. And I yeah. hope we get it. I hope we get Qui-Gon. He's got to offer something. Yeah, yeah. Qui-Gon's definitely going to be in this next episode. Maybe even Yoda. I mean, maybe like a, a forced conversation between them um, in some way. Like, Yoda's still alive at this point, right? So I would love that. I would love like a three-way conversation between Obi-Wan, Yoda, and Qui-Gon like talking i don't know i don't know how yeah, they would do it i mean it's like so it's what season six of clone wars it's like the last episode second to last episode when yoda gets to dagobah i think and he's like has that kind of forced conversation with qui-gon mm. and then oh, there's those a, episodes are dark yeah and there's also qui-gon talks to anakin talks to some maybe it's ezra i don't know who i can't remember right now but i feel like qui-gon connects his own out so maybe there is some kind of way that those people can all connect but um i'm anticipating that the series will finish strong after the blunder that was the book of boba fett i'm hoping that i can ride this wave pretty high um but yeah it's, and it's been weird lately with these shows sometimes Definitely, it is. But they they have to do this one right. Like they have to, or yeah. right in a, in some sort of way. Again, I like Riva. I hope we get to see her flashbacks or like something like that. Right? Like, not. I don't want this to be a full flashback episode, but we see little snips or snippets um, explaining Riva's Riva's story. You know, sure. so we so or we can sort of understand. We're just like fleshing out that from. Order 66 scene, like what happens directly after that, she abducted or like, you know, it could be even that as well. So Right. I they didn't put that I in there for no reason, right? Like that exactly. they are going to reference that at some point. It's just when. Right. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, so this is how I see the rest of the, <laughs> the two episodes um, plan, playing out. So I don't know enough about like the storyline of um senator amadala is it amadala like um leia's dad organa organa sorry bail organa that's right um but he becomes a rebel so what i think this is going to lead to is leia getting back to um bail somehow and then going into hiding I think we will see that transition take place. It still won't explain. Does it? It doesn't explain how Leia gets captured again. I don't think. But like, this is leading into Rebels, like in the timeline. 
maybe not directly, but like there is this is at the time period going to episode like movie episode four, and so Rebels is before then. So like somehow I think they're going to show that, which I think would be really cool because that's an interesting side of the story. Like Bail Organa just seems to always be around in these big moments. Like <laughs> he's just like expected. Like I don't know. It's just sort of funny. I like his character too. Um, so I think they're going to explain that some way. I think though, from what I understand, I don't think the Organa family goes into like hiding. I don't think, I think that they are sort of just like what, but they, like they're cause they're still senators. They like Le- or Leia becomes a senator. She's still a princess. So it's like, they're still like public figures. Oh, so they still have to be on Alderaan. That's why Leia would even care that much about it because she's still princess, senator. Like, so I don't think they would go into hiding, but you could see their involvement of how they become a part of the rebellion. Maybe we hear rebellion for the first time. Like, um, am, I, am I tripping? Isn't he in Rogue One, though? Isn't he a part of yeah, so, like, those conversations? So he's in Rogue One momentarily... Um, towards the end, Mon Mothma, I think is her name, red-haired lady, white dress, Yeah, talks about needing to call a friend. Well, he tells, he says that, I think, referencing Obi-Wan. Um, so, I think he probably is sort of playing the inside job of just, like, mm. he's a good person, he wants to help people, um, and he understands his role, he has influence, and he must become networked through whatever means we might get to see what that means is you know i'm gonna go to Jeddah and go see this kind of terrorist i've heard about um referencing um what's his face um oh, so it's like that's the thing he might start leaning into like that world that space like that's mm. what we might get to hear from bail next is like hey um, you know, what do I do with these guys? I've heard, or I've heard of a young rogue Jedi. He just met with Saw Gerrera on a planet on Kashyyyk. Mm-hmm. And we get to hear about Cal Kestis. You know, yeah. it's like, that would might they do be that? connected. I don't That's know. They I don't do know. That. They might. They very well might. That. So like if they even name dropped or hinted at, you know, there's a young Jedi, Obi-Wan, maybe you should like, meet with him or something i don't know like they that could happen that very well could happen i don't think it will but that'd be like the stuff that'd be really cool like to call to um and that could even be part of obi-wan season two would be like obi-wan and cal kestis because it's live action so that actor is cal kestis right he and looks so, just like him <laughs> right it's, mo-cap, it's motion yeah, capture it's so him. it's like so they could easily make it live action so so weird um I think they have, they can do so much. Well, they could have done a lot with Boba too. So let's, let's bring it back <laughs> so down like, to I'm, earth. Yeah. We're tempering I'm trying our expectations. Storyline here. Like Leia has to get back to Alderaan at some point and yeah. whether because they figure out that Bale's a Jedi sympathize, sympath, sympathizer. Yeah. Thank you. Goodness. Um, like then he has to like sort of move or like relocate or something. And maybe his wife, like, takes over her his brother you know i don't know um i would like to see some sort of storyline like that happen because i'm really sort of over the leia thing to be honest be- yeah. we know we're gonna get a vader and obi-wan fight scene again at some point like in in this not like a flashback maybe it'll flashback to it but like in this time period um because of quotes like from episode movie episode four um like they just ha- have to line up correctly and um, it's also been a long time since he had seen him in episode movie episode four um, to whenever they leave each other here. So I'm we're gonna see another fight scene, and I'm so pumped for that. And obviously Obi Wan will be more ready for it. Um, I've heard people say they want to see like a Rocky like montage of like <laughs> Obi Wan getting ready, like talking to Qui Gon, whatever, learning, training with maybe Yoda or something. I have no idea. I mean, he could go to Dagobah. I doubt it. But, um, yeah, I would love to see that. And then I would love to see, like, maybe the Grand Inquisitor kills Reva, Reva, 
um, or Vader does, or Obi-Wan does in the end. Like, I like that sort of idea where, like, Riva, Riva um, like, tracks him back to Tatooine, but he knows he has to kill her. Or, like, maybe she turns good, even, like, because she wasn't once a Jedi. They, like, make amends. Like, there's some connection between her and Obi-Wan as well, obviously. She has to die sooner or later. She will That's die in this series. I just don't know how. So, I don't know. I, I, I just, I'm really looking forward to the next fight scene. With Vader and Obi Wan, obviously, and if that's done well, and the story is still sticks with canon and isn't like way off, like I think I'll I'll be very satisfied. What's our thumbnail gonna look like? Then be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need uh, we need a bunch of clicks. <laughs> Do some crazy thumbnail, but um, Vader did what? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, do you think, this is something I thought of too, do you think Vader gets a hint that Leia is his daughter or, like, Obi-Wan's protecting, like, his children at all? I feel like that he wouldn't know that. Um, I feel like he wouldn't get it. Maybe he'd get a hint of it, but, like, he wouldn't know that. I don't know. I don't think he knows. Yeah, I don't think he knows either. I don't either. think he knows. That's what I'm worried a, about that they might do. Like, they might make him aware. And I'm like, mm, I'm just worried. I'm just worried. I mean, at some point he has to... Well, let's think. I had to remember the original trilogy. Does Palpatine tell him that Luke is his son in episode five? Like, when he's in his sort of um, meditation chamber? Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure he tells him there's two, I think. I like, he remember. tells him that um, Padme had children, I think. I'm pretty There's sure. Thing. I don't think he knows. Because he doesn't I know. Only, I think the only one that gets close that we've seen so far is Maul. Maul understands what Kenobi's hiding. Right. That whole exchange on Tatooine. I think he's the only one that isn't, or Bail Organa, Yoda, and maybe if there's Captain Antilles or something, I don't know. Like, I don't think anyone yeah. else knows except that small group of people. And obviously, um, Lars, Owen, mm -hmm. and Baru. I was also going to say, I, I don't think it makes sense as well that, like, Leia doesn't remember Obi-Wan when she's captured, you know? Like, in episode four, they're going to have to like wipe her memory or something because she doesn't know him in episode four at all. So yeah, she, she does. She, she wouldn't forget him now. Well, she calls, she says, I need Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Yeah. From like, I think, does she say like you fought in wars with my dad or something like that? I mean, like she does not know him. Well, no, she, she thinks her dad, well, no, she knows her real father. I don't know. It might just be like a Bail Organa. She calls him her dad. I don't know. No, no. Yeah, he's. she's talking about Bail. That's what I'm saying. Like, But she doesn't know who Obi-Wan is. So, like, that – they have to – I want them to explain that as well because that won't make sense when you go into episode four and she doesn't know Obi-Wan. They just spent, like, traumatic moments <laughs> with each other. She wouldn't forget him. That's another qualm I guess I have with that, with the thing. But – there's a lot to come still. Two episodes, hopefully two hours, you know, one hour each, two hours. Basically like a movie almost of Obi-Wan, Vader, Reva in some way, the Inquisitors, Leia even. I mean, dude, it's going to be good. I, I have a, I just, I have a good feeling. I have a good feeling. I want to have a good feeling. I don't know. <laughs> how do you, I don't know. How do you feel? Are you optimistic? All I know is if we were doing this show when Book of Boba Fett came out, we would have had some good episodes. Oh, yeah. We could have. We might have started cursing uh, on, I'm, on the I'm podcast. Hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping that we don't have to have episodes like that. No, please don't. Star Wars, please don't. I'm, I'm hoping we don't have to have episodes like that. Disney, no. Uh, but I'm optimistic. I think that's a good landing spot for today. Yeah. Um, I think we we did a pretty good job recapping, looking ahead finding some theories to 
think about and put out there and see if we're right or not. Yeah. Um, yeah, if but, you have any theories, get in the comments. Let us know if we missed something. We don't I want to see something. paragraphs. <laughs> yes, of please. Comments of theories. Yes, um, I need a distraction at work sometimes. So please, strangers on the internet, if you happen upon this episode and watch this whole thing, please give <laughs> us your best theories. Um, spoilers are welcome. Oh yeah, I don't. We'll take I don't it. care. This is not a spoiler-free zone. This is yeah. a spoiler-welcome zone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great episode. Great talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi episode four. Um, on the bad fan, baby. Come on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that about wraps things up here today on the bad fan. Um, thanks for tuning in today, whether you're on YouTube or Spotify. Uh, we hope you enjoyed today's time together. If you gave it a thumbs up, that'd be awesome. Um, it's free. only takes a second of your time. It helps us out a lot. helps people like you, the new person that hopped in today, um, see more content like this. We're trying to get some subs by the summer. Maybe 100. That'd be a really nice number to see. Um, so if you could help us get there, please don't be afraid to share this episode with a friend. Uh, share it on you know, Twitter. Uh, find us there or get in the comments on Instagram somehow. Um, but get interacting with us. We'd love to talk and um, see you in the comments section. But the link tree, if you need help finding those places, is in the description below this video. So go ahead and click on that to find your way to those places. But uh, that's about it. Thanks for joining us on The Bad Fan today. We hope you have a great day. Uh, we'll see you in the next one. Until then, do I say may the force be with you, Brandon? You can say that. I think you may can say that. May the force be with you, everybody. See ya.